Good day, good day. Good day. Welcome to Fantastic Escapades, the fabulous and brand new podcast with Melody and Krista. Patsy and Eddie on patrol. Right? There's nothing more fun than Patsy and Eddie on patrol. We get into hijinks all over the place, but that's because our give a fuck level is very low. Oh, there's no fucks given. Right? Zero fucks given with us most of the days. Give us a beer and we're good to go. Absolutely. Traipsing through the countryside in Burgundy is where we have the most fun, I think. I think we do too. And, you know, I I really find that the French countrymen find us delightful. Absolutely. (laughs) Especially when we show up dressed as twins. Right. And half drunk. Not that we'd ever drink and drive because that would be inappropriate, but... Yes, no, never, ever, ever, ever do that type of thing. But you know what? It's years of experience, right? And like I said in our bio, we've got more kids than we can count between us. Mm -hmm. And they they break down your barriers and and take away all your dignity so that you can do this stuff (laughs) and have fun without worrying about it, right? Well, I mean, every day is a new is a new um, antics from one of my children and a request for something, generally money. But, you know, the odd time it's child care support or uh, my baby has a rash. What do I do? Um, Well, I had had was messaging Paris today. Paris is my middle child and she's away at university. And I messaged her and I said, hey, Paris given the fact that you don't have a lot of money and you're looking for a job, maybe you didn't need to buy that $30 disposable camera on Amazon. And she messaged messaged me back and said, full disclosure, mom, I meant to put that on your credit card. I'm like, (laughs) of course, not not that I shouldn't have bought it or I couldn't afford it, but I was going to put it on your credit card. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, On the one hand, I think it's hilarious that she tells me that and she's honest about it, right? And on the other hand, it's like, okay, let's find some priorities and buying stuff, buying a disposable camera to take pictures of her really shitty friends in Toronto um, is really shouldn't be a priority, right? You should call them her shitty friends. (laughs) I might have said, did I say that out loud? But yes. You know, they're they're rotten to her, as girls often are to girls, right? Are the worst friends. I know. It seems, except for you and I. Oh, no, we're awesome. I mean, with each other. Exactly. You would help me come bury the body if I called you right now. I'd bring the baseball bat and wear a disguise. 100%. Perfect. Right? Did I mention I was digging a hole in the backyard? (laughs) Oh, good. When do you want me to be? I sent you the flights. So I can be there. I know, I know, I know, I know. No, I got to book my flight today to Chile. Chile, I'm excited. Santiago. I know, that'll be. I, 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 of red wine. I know, right? I've been looking at it. I'm like, my sole focus is wine bars. And if I can't find a wine bar in San Pedro, we can buy our own little wine tasting flight of bottles and take it to the beach and make our own fun. Oh, you know we will. Yeah, because we're not far. I mean, we might need um, a pair of long pants and a light jacket because it's spring in Santiago or in Chile. Yeah, 
but I think, you know, corkscrew a couple bottles and we can make our own part if we have to. Oh, did I tell you that Riley is very excited? Riley's my daughter who's competing in the Pan Am Games, which is why we're going to Chile. And Riley is very excited because she doesn't race a lot. So she said she'll have lots of time to hang out and have meals with us. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And, but sometimes she might bring her friends. Okay. So. I, I think that her friends may not be ready for Patsy and Eddie, but they will learn how to love life from us, right? Nobody's ready for Patsy and Eddie. Oh, come on. You know what Stephen said? Stephen is my husband, he who shall not be named today. Um, Stephen said, um, the next time we go to France, can Billy come with us too? Because you two are a lot to handle. And I think it would be good if there was two guys and two women. we handle ourselves very well without any supervision when we're there melody i know but he i was very surprised to say that he wanted another man along for the jaunt i was like okay okay interesting because we're not sure we want you but but we'll keep the options open (laughs) and by the way billy had no problem handling you and i on our own billy is my partner yes so no he does not billy fits right in yeah, he sure does. So tell me, Miss Melody, tell us a little bit about yourself for all our wonderful listeners so that they can. Have Where do I start? Uh, born in Nova Scotia, raised in Montreal, then back to Nova Scotia, got married a couple times, had a couple kids. OK, fine. Got married four times and have four children. But who's counting? And now I have five grandchildren. I was a flight attendant for years and years and years. And then I decided to retire and become a nurse. That's where I am now nursing in North Carolina and uh, working on my doctorate. Yeah. Cause you know, I have nothing else to do. Cause you are so smart and brilliant though. I love that. Now um, when you are nursing, do you get to push a trolley around or no trolleys? <sighs> we do actually have cows though. Cows, cows are computers on wheels. Oh, okay. So we can wheel those around. It's kind of yeah, like a trolley. Kind of like, kind of like a trolley. Cause you know, that's your thing, right? Wagon, dragon, trolley, dolly, whatever. Yeah, but no, 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 no beverages. I know that's just rude, right? But we do have a lot of graham crackers we hand out. Goodness gracious. Oh, I bet you do. So, okay. So you're a nurse now and you have a side hustle, don't you? Uh, I'm uh, working at a Medispa doing, starting to do Botox and PRP, which is like the plasma rich facial and microneedling and laser hair removal and all of that stuff. And then there's another side hustle, which is like starting an online travel agency. And then there's another side hustle, which is, oh my goodness. How many side hustles can we have? As many as we want. What's your other side hustle? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. (laughs) How many side hustles do you have? I only have two. I mean, I have my my dating coaching yeah. program and my online travel agency with you. Okay, but okay, okay. That's all but you could be Krista's wine tours of Burgundy Inc. Well, you know, that is has been my sort of desire for a while is I want to start up a sort of wine tours, bed and breakfast type thing in France, where 
I'll be honest with you, I'm thinking British people with more money than brains, because it's easy to get there, come for a weekend. And I take them around to some vineyards and we go to some markets and then I do a beautiful meal slash cooking course. And they learn to marry some of these wines with amazing food Um, because I am a trained chef. I went to Le Cordon Bleu in Paris, so I know my way. Oh, come on. Don't, don't, don't dummy it down like that. Say I'm a Cordon Bleu trained chef. I am a Cordon Bleu trained chef who graduated at the top of her class in Gay Paris. Can you say that now? Gay Paris? Is that okay? I don't know. It might be inappropriate. Hmm. But, I mean, there are gay people in Paris, and there's nothing wrong with any of that, so why not? I didn't think the gay part was the gay in Gay Paris, though. I think the gay was having fun in Paris. Oh, it absolutely is, because that's what gay used to mean in the olden days was... You know, we're going to have a gay time, meaning we're going to have lots of fun, not that we're going to have same-sex relationships. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, You know what? What you do in your bedroom is your own business. I don't need to know about it. Honey post Right? Yeah. Like, I don't know why people want to tell me shit like that. Like, I I don't need to know what you do in the bedroom. Even my kids, though, especially. Oh, God. Like like intimate details of their sexual acts with partners. I'm your mother. I don't want to hear it. It's like me wanting to tell my mother what I do in the bedroom. She died. Well, she <laughs> did tell you a little tidbit about your dad that was handy to know. Well, well especially since <laughs> the poor man was dead. <laughs> Couldn't defend himself. <laughs> oh, poor chef. So, well, wait a second. Did I tell you that someone stole all my food? <laughs> No. Did they steal the sugar too? Salt, pepper, flour, baking soda, everything. All of it. Who would do something like that? I don't know. But did I tell you that someone stole all my food? Well, you need to go to the bank. (laughs) I need to go to the bank and get some money so I can go buy myself matching polish and lipstick. (laughs) Just a second. Did I tell you that someone stole all my food? So for those of you who are wondering what happened to the food, Melody was visiting in Nova Scotia a couple of weeks ago at, or a couple of months ago, and we took her mom out, Maxine, who is absolutely stunning and 92. And she's spry. She gets around. She eats, went to a nice restaurant, picked the great food. She won the calamari. It was awesome. But she has the beginnings of dementia. So... Um, she pops out with the, did you know somebody stole my food about once an hour? Yeah, <laughs> so, at least. And you yeah. know, my stepfather passed away in the dementia ward of a hospital. And I remember his nurses saying, you have to laugh at it because if you don't, you cry, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, so we have so many dementia patients on our unit and it's a sin, right? Because they don't know. And I mean, we get tired of dealing with it sometimes you know the repetition but you just have to go with it and you go yeah yeah that's exactly what we're doing we're going out for a walk today <laughs> like yep. you know or yeah Susie's coming over so no Susie's not coming over but it, whatever I mean you know trying to try to tell them differently is like trying to I don't know get your dog to talk to you or something like it just, it's just not going to happen <laughs> well and that's one of the issues you know the the people our age are currently dealing with right because we're I'm going to be 57 soon and melody's going to be something in february 58 yeah. 
59, right? So we're at that age where we're dealing with failing parents. And it's I do not look 59, by the way. Oh, God, no, you look uh, amazing. You don't look a day over like 58 and a half. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a story. I have a patient yesterday and uh, older guy and he's getting ready to discharge and I'm out in the hall at my computer and I see this woman walk down the hall and she walks past me and she walks to the nursing station and then she walks back up and she goes, is there a melody here? I went, yeah, that's me. She goes, not an older looking woman said, go look for the older looking nurse. I was like, he called me what? She goes, yeah, my husband said, go find the older looking nurse. I said, let's go up to that room right now. So we walked back to the room together. And I said, you called me the older looking one, did you? He goes, well, 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 I mean, you know, compared to some of these young nurses, you are the older one. I like, mm-hmm, where's the shovel? Right. <laughs> That's just rude. No, you don't look a day over 40. Thanks for that. You look gorgeous. As I right? flip my hair and, and try and look sexy. <laughs> I always say that Melody and I are twins, but she's the further evolved one. Oh. So she's got, yeah, she's got it all going on. But um, yeah, no, that's, that's something we're dealing with is, is age. I shouldn't say that because both my parents are gone. So I will never have to deal with that. But it's yeah. tough, isn't it? When your parents start to get old because you've relied on them as being, you know, the rock and the go-to person. And then when they start to fail and all of a sudden you're the one who's, the go-to person it's kind of a weird shift in dynamic right it is it is i you know um a friend an acquaintance of mine she posted uh on her facebook her whole um time dealing with her mom's own dementia and these really poignant posts about you know losing the person that they were for you like and of course they don't know but you see them you know you they disappear and this other person emerges who doesn't recognize you doesn't have a concept of time and how difficult it was but oh my gosh her posts would make you cry they're just so loving and sad you know yeah, it's heartbreaking. I mean, I remember when my stepfather was in the dementia ward and there was this guy who was retired Navy. He was a rear admiral or something. And I I went in several times and he'd be sitting there with his pants off and his junk hanging out. And I thought this military man would be mortified if he could look at himself now and see what he was doing. But it oh, just... I know, right? Yeah, there was just, it, it wasn't there. It wasn't registering for him. So, so yeah, I mean, all the fun things that we get to deal with as we're aging, you know, your body falls apart, your parents are aging. You've got the fountain of youth, though, is one of your side hustles, right? Because you've got the Botox and, and all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like to find the fountain of youth. I know. Wouldn't it be nice? And then our bodies wouldn't be so creaky and... Betsy, I wonder if it's beds though. Do you think, I mean, I wonder if we don't spend enough on a bed. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to tell you something funny. I have my, my aunt and uncle who are, I'm going to say early seventies and she has lupus. She's had it for years. She's got, you know, her fingers are really sort of crippled up and her feet, she's had 
a toe removed so she can fit them in shoes and stuff. And, you know, she's had a lot of health issues, but she's still kind of a whippersnapper. And he is a very buttoned down, methodical guy. And they recently, and the reason I tell you this is, I'll tell you in a sec, but they recently bought one of those um, Endy mattresses. What is it? The Endy, the big uh, memory foam ones that come rolled up, like there's a Casper or whatever. Not Casper, but something like it, yeah. Something like that, yeah. And so, I mean, I can guarantee you they researched the hell out of it before they bought it. Yeah. They bought it, and they said they have never slept better in their life. Really? They said, and and that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, geez, they're older than me. They've got to have even more creaky bones. And, of course, my aunt with, with lupus is, you know, lots of health issues. And they said it was the best sleep they'd ever had. They would not think twice about buying it again. That's their forever mattress. Wow. Well, find out the name. Yeah. Because, and I think that's what we will do when next, because we've got a king size bed. You guys have hmm. a king size bed? Yes. We have is three there a hump? Is there a hump in the middle? In the house. No, no hump. Man, every time I've ever been anywhere near a king size bed, and Billy's is not, is no different. There's a hump in the middle, like between us. And we usually sleep. I mean, he laughs. He says we could sleep in a super single because I'm always right up yeah. beside him with the cats. You know, the four of us have to be in the same four square feet. But um, there's, you know, there's always a little hill. So I have to climb over the hill if I want to go to the other side of the bed. Yeah, no, I don't have a hump. None of ours do. That's weird. How long have you had your mattress? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. So anyway, so, so I'm enough. Yes. One of those memory off memory foam ones, because then I feel you wouldn't have the hump and it would be super comfortable. But that's what we have is one of the memory foam ones. Oh, do you? Yeah. And you don't love it? I don't know. I think I'm just getting older, but you know, do you remember our dinner cruise in Paris? (gasps) Oh my God. Wasn't that beautiful? Wasn't that beautiful? I mean, the food was fantastic. The views. The boat was gorgeous with all the old brass and everything. Oh, and the and the uh, the Eiffel Tower lighting up as we sailed by. Like that was so beautiful. And us having our little drinks beforehand at the cafe. Yep. All dollied up. Right. Oh man, we had so much fun. Well, you know, they say when you go to Paris for the first time, though it wasn't our first time by any shot, but if you mm-hmm. go to Paris for the first time, you should go with somebody who will love you forever. And you know, I'll love you forever. So I love you too. We, we completed that, right? <laughs> so, so yeah. Yeah. What a oh. fun time that was. Oh my God. Do you remember and that time? Balcony? Had... Pardon me? Remember a little balcony? Oh yeah, that was great. We had breakfast up there. Didn't yeah. we didn't take our Indian food up there? We ate Indian food late at night. That was hilarious. Because <laughs> when you go to Paris, why wouldn't you eat Indian food? Well, when you go to Paris, why wouldn't you eat any kind of food? Yeah. Wait a minute. We have French onion soup. Oh, we did. Never mind. I forgot. Yeah, we have French onion soup. <laughs> um, do you remember that time we went to the winery? Which winery? <laughs> <laughs> a joke. Throw that out there. Yes, a joke. Um, I don't know. We've been to Sancerre. We've been to Puy Fumé. Yeah. Um, we've been to Chablis. We've been to Champagne. Champagne. Go back to Champagne when I'm not sick. I know. Well, that I was thinking that today. We should probably keep our escapades, our our road trips to something shorter, like going to Champagne, because I think Italy was a little bit of a long trip for you. I mean. 
other than the shit show of the car breaking down and, and the air conditioning breaking. Well, I mean, driving, I love driving. So that's not the issue. I think it's length of time that we have, right? Yeah. Trying to cram too much in a little time. Yeah. Well, maybe what we should, well, no, see, then you're like flying to Chile for four days, but whatever. (laughs) But no, we have to, we have to revisit Champagne because we went to Vaucliquot and to Palmery. Yes. And we went to a couple other random ones, but we didn't hit Moet and Piper Highstick. No. And Perrier. Jouet. I love Perrier Jouet. Right. I love those bottles. Yeah. So, oh, listen, I, we had a bottle of, did I ever tell you my Muscadet story when I went into a store, into the liquor store to buy Muscadet or to buy wine and I wanted it cold because it was a summer and I went into the, the fridge in the liquor store and I thought, oh, Muscadet, I'm sure that will be fine. It's white, it's chilled. Went to the checkout, bought the wine, got to the car, looked at the label, it had 7% alcohol, went right back in and said, I need to return this. This is 7%? Yeah. <laughs> you mean you were looking for the 13, 15? Well, seven. I mean, you may as well have a beer, right? Well, it satisfies a different need, but you want wine is going to be a little more. Anyways, so I had this, um, just hold on, I'll get the, the bottle. Honest to bet you, off she goes. There she I goes. Was, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. So yeah. I was with Billy's aunt and um, I went to pick her up and we were driving back to our house and she said, do you have any of that maple cream? I said, nope, I think we're out. She goes, we better go to the liquor store then. So we went to the liquor store and I said, oh, I don't have any white wine at home because she drinks white. And she said, okay, we'll get some of that. And so I said, what kind do you like? And she said, well, I like a, a Moscato or whatever, Muscadet, whatever Sweet. it's called. Right? Yeah. And that's what I thought. So we found this one and it's called Lady Lola. And it comes with a wooden stopper. Lady Lola. You sure it's Lady. not a stripper? Well, that's what I thought it looks a bit, but she doesn't even look like a stripper in the picture. Oh, maybe she looks a bit like a stripper, but um, it's a product of Italy and 11.5% alcohol. Oh, yeah. But how did it taste? It was actually not bad. Okay. It's like 18 bucks Canadian for a bottle. It was not super sweet at all because I'm thinking this is going to be like baby duck or oh, God. Assis from Monty. Do you know right? my baby duck story? No. So growing up, you know, my parents were Baptists, so they didn't drink much, but they did at Thanksgiving and Christmas always get baby duck. Nice. And so, you know, growing up, I'd get a little taste of it. Right. And thinking, oh, this is wine. Mm." And then finally, you know, I've got my own family and I'm like, oh, I'm doing Thanksgiving dinner. I'm going to go get some baby duck, just like mom and dad, you know, keep on with the family tradition. I opened up that bottle of baby duck and poured it around the table. I was like, what is that? Oh my God, this is disgusting. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like a wine flavored cream soda, something or other. Oh God. Well, but, and baby duck is a Canadian version of bubbles, which is 
closest resembling like an Asti Spamonte, only a much, much lower quality. Well, the and, fact that it's called Baby Duck and it actually right? has a duck on the label might tell you something. Absolutely. So when I was in university, this is almost a baby duck story. When I was in university, um, my first year at the University of Guelph, I signed mm-hmm. up for a tour, like on a tour bus, right? Bunch of university students. Three-hour tour. And we were traveling to upstate New York. Yeah. And it was, the tour was called Going to the Late Show. And the Late Show was a bar in upstate New York that yeah. had um, $6 for girls and $10 for guys cover charge. And then they gave you a cup and it was all you could drink. So, you know, in university, why wouldn't you love that? But my very, very, very first wine tour ever was yes. we stopped at the Bright's Winery. Right. Oh, my gosh. And they're the ones who make Baby Duck, right? Yes. No, on, or is it Andre's? Close no, it was Andre's, Baby Champagne. But, oh, my God, it was awful. Even at the ripe old age of 18 years old, where I should be grateful to have a drink. Yes. But, I mean, we drank it. Let's be clear on that. Oh, it was that wine story. And the in Athens, in Athens, ready to go on a picnic up Athens, on Necropolis. Athens, Athens, Greek, and go into the wine store. And of course, everything's in Greek. Like fuck. And we got a couple of red bottles of red wine. We got baguette. We got I don't know, a bunch of stuff to eat at the top there. Right. Sit down. Pop the wine. Pour the wine. Oh, what is it? Oh my God, what is this? This wine is so bad. And then we asked somebody, say, what, what does this say on there? It says christening wine. Oh, oh, you're not supposed to drink that. No, it was not good. Like oh, they sold it in the grocery store. What? What? They sold I, it. Like I, normally, I the Catholic Church or whatever procures that on their own. Jeez, I, not being Catholic, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no I, I never, I never have... got to go up to the front of the church and get that <clears throat> oh, thing with your tongue and the grape juice. I think that the I think the Catholic Church has its own sort of central commissary where they have their own wine. Maybe the 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 um what are they called? Priests stomp it with their own feet, make their own wine. And um they're their little communion bread things, unleavened bread. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, um, I've never had that experience. Do I have to do anything to prep for, for prime rib or uh, Wellington? I don't think so, right? Mel, tell everybody what you're making for dinner tonight. I'm going to make mini beef Wellingtons, individuals per person, rather than one big one. I like those better. And then I I think I'm going to do patate dauphinoise. So I bought Yukon potatoes. I have cream. I have onions because potato finoise doesn't have cheese, if I'm correct. Right? It's like a scalloped potato, but ramped up. Yeah. You can put a little cheese on the top. Never hurts anything, but it also okay. will not. It doesn't matter. But you simmer the potatoes in milk, right? Um, I never do. I just bake them in the pan, like slice them really thin. Yeah, pan, but they don't get much cream. They're mostly cooking on their own. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I have bought some baby broccoli for nice. the side. And then um, in case I don't get to the cheesecake, which I was going to make right now, I bought some little chocolate mousses. Oh, perfect. And 
Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Beef Wellington, and baby broccoli. Do you remember our little lamb chop Wellingtons that we made in France? Ooh. And didn't we have that with a gorgonzola ravioli? Yes. Oh, that was so good. Oh, and the duck. Oh, the duck à l'orange. Oui, j'aime le duck. Oui, moi aussi. Oh, I didn't tell you. I ha- There's a patient on the unit. She's French. Oh, nice. I'm like outside Toulon. Nice. And, um, yeah, so everybody's like, Melody, you have to go speak to the lady in the corner room. She speaks French. And so then I go down, I start talking to her. And of course, nurses are like, can, 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 we, can we come listen and listen to you talk French? That's like wild. It's pretty sexy, right? <laughs> yeah. But her son came in. He's pretty cool. Um, can't say who he is because, you know, that's HIPAA. But um, he's somebody. Oh, is he? Cool. I mean, I wouldn't know who he was, but he is a somebody. Nice. Yeah. But that's it was cool. fun talking French. She was la- she was laughing so hard. I bet she, she was. I bet it was quite trippy for her to be in hospital in Raleigh and yeah. speaking French to her nurse. Well, she's only been here since April. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so she's like, but she wants to go back to France, but she's getting older. And, you know, I said, well, six months in each place. And she goes, yeah, that would be ideal. But she'll see. She'll see. Yeah. Well, that's our plan. That would be ideal. I could live with that too. Yeah, me too. Six months in each place. Yeah, the sooner the better. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Right? Yep. Not everybody has to come. Shed the show. Exactly. Not all the time. No. And and the kids don't all have to be there either or even ever. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I find whenever I take the kids over, it's just expensive. You think? Even when we're keeping the costs low, it's still expensive. That's because they always want stuff. I know. And even if it's just a snack, it's like, Mom, can I have an eclair? Mom, can we have pizza for dinner? Mom, can I have this? Can I have that? And it's like, man. So. At least they're not asking for, you know, like. A horse? (laughs) A horse. Hi, Mom. Mom. Uh, I have two kids. They're two and one. I work as a nurse. My husband doesn't work, but could you buy me a horse? Buy you a horse? What are you going to do with a horse? Where are you going to put a horse? Hmm. No. And who's going to pay for the horse? Well, you are, Mom. Right. I forgot. Remember that nice horse in the field? The white horse amongst all the white cows? Oh, I love our white horse. Yeah. He really has identity issues, though. I don't think he really, you know... He knows who he is. He, he might think he's a cow, but now that they leave him all by himself, I don't think he thinks he's a cow. He's I think alone. maybe maybe he tried to mount a cow or something. And I don't know if that I don't I don't want to go down that road. That's sort of like that. I don't want to know what other people are doing in their bedroom either. That's true, but you know, as a horse and a cow, it would be very public. Like we saw oh. the cow peeing, right? We don't talk about other no. people peeing, but we did see the cow peeing, which was just like a shower. Oh, no, no. We can talk about other people peeing. This is one of my pet peeves is going into a bathroom after another woman. And she has decided to pop a squat and piss all over the seat. Right. 
Just plant your ass down on the seat with toilet paper if you need to and pee into the bowl. Why do you need to pop a squat and piss all over the seat and then leave it for the next person? It's disgusting. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's so rude. And I it, that drives me crazy. And you know, another thing about women in the bathroom, why do they take so fucking long? I, I don't know what they're doing in there. Like I I, I I stand there and I wait and I wait and I wait. And it's like, what are you doing? And I'm in and out before the person that I've been waiting for who's in before me comes out. And it's just like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, are they on their phone? Are they picking well, their nose? I, I know my husband goes to the bathroom with his phone every time. And he's sitting on there looking at who knows what. Weather, bicycles. Sewer rats. Sewer rats. Right. You know, like, I mean, like, don't take your phone to the bathroom because you end up sitting in there and you get sucked into the abyss of the phone. Billy keeps his book and his glasses in the bathroom. For when he has a poop, maybe. Yeah, but he takes forever. Well, that's poop time. If you're going to pee, though, pee should be quick. Well, yeah, pee should be quick. There's no need to be any. He, he, yeah, he's quick with his pee. Steven takes it in even when he pees? Yes. Oh, does he sit down to pee? Yeah. Okay, that's weird. No, a lot of guys do. Yeah, not guys who have balls. If their wife makes them sit down, maybe they do, but no. Normal. Well, the sitting down part alleviates the pissing on the seat part. Well, lifting the toilet seat also alleviates that issue. Who wants to touch the toilet seat? Well, not only does Billy lift the toilet seat every time, but when he puts the toilet seat down, he also closes the lid. Ah. He's very civilized. Very civilized. Right? I mean, I close the lid so the, the dogs don't drink it. Yeah, that can be an issue as well, because they do like the uh, the toilet water. Black. Right? Last thing I want to do is drink out of a toilet. I don't know how desperate I'd have to be. How desperate would you have to be, Melody, to drink out of a toilet? <laughs> uh i would have to be like oh i don't know like i'd be stuck on a desert island and the only water available was the toilet yeah i mean if that's the only thing that's now would you drink toilet water first or your own pee oh god we're tackling the serious issues of our society, Melody. <laughs> oh, I'd have to. No, I might drink toilet water. <laughs> but people do that, right? When there's like plane crashes and stuff and they're stranded, they drink pee. No, the last time somebody had to drink pee was. <laughs> well, you know, if if it was that I've been drinking four liters of water a day, pee that's clear, fine. But if it's the, I haven't peed for four hours, dark yellow stuff, I, I, I couldn't do that. Oh, no. Let's let's step away from the pee. Okay. All right. You know what I think we should do is wrap up this episode. Okay. Back for another exciting and enlightening one. Maybe next time we do one, we'll try and think of a theme and actually address something other than our madcap adventures, which are pretty fabulous and who wouldn't want to live vicariously through us, right? Which we barely even dealt touch today. Oh, God, we haven't even touched. I mean, we've got a whole growing up in the hood and sending our kids to school, uphill, in the snow, no shoes, and and only Sobeys bags on their feet. Right? 
poor yeah. tortured children. I know. Well, poor Angus, he came home with only one shoe one day, but we'll address that in the next one. Oh my God, one shoe. <laughs> like the one shoe you see on the highway all the time. Where the fuck did it come from? Like, where did it go? I always assume it was on top of somebody's car and blew off. One shoe. Well, maybe both shoes, but they only flew off one at a time. Who put shoes on the roof of the car? I don't know. My mom once put her, her briefcase on the roof of a car and drove away and found it in the ditch like three months later. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. Listen, right. Patsy. That's okay. for Patsy and Eddie, a.k.a. Krista and Melody for today. And this yeah. has been our first one. And we will be here for lots more. And we look forward to hearing from everybody and send us a message or, you know, comment. I don't Can you do that with, with podcasts? Maybe. If you can, no. comment you and ask recipe us. Recipe ideas. Yeah, recipe, ideas. recipe ideas. I have some amazing recipe ideas. Exactly. Always. Okay. Okay. All right. Love you. All right. Love you too. And we will talk at our, we'll see everybody at our next podcast. Cheers. Cheers.